We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E, power at the speed of life, and by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Snap good, hold down, kick is away. Plenty of distance, a driving kick, and it is good. Wow. Berkic is 13 for 13. It is over in Stillwater, and the Sooners win Bedlam. 34 to 16 the final. They give up only three points in the second half. They hold the Cowboys to their lowest scoring output of the season. Sooners improve to 11 and 1, 8 and 1 in Big 12 play. Cowboys fall to 8 and 4 and 5 and 4 in the Big 12, and it'll be Oklahoma and Baylor in the Big 12 championship game in what will likely be a 6 versus 7 matchup in the college football playoff rankings. We'll see where Alabama slides to, but one would guess that might be the case when they meet at 11 a.m. in Arlington in a week. Uh, let's go down to the sidelines. Chris Plank is out on the field. He's got Neville Gallimore. Uh, bittersweet. Cavalier is my last time playing. I uh, understand. Happy to see how our guys fought. You know, we guys uh, have their own against a, a great football team, a great offense. You know, get a shout out to Chuba Hubbard, you know, putting on for the country, doing great things. And it was just an honor to, to finish out the season the, the right way. How about the statement this defense made here tonight, too? Um, really just going back to the basics. This is what we wanted to do, what we wanted to accomplish. And, and this is why we play Oklahoma football. We're trying to bring that defense back. And I feel like uh, we did that today. 
Be excited for next Saturday. I know, I know you're taking this in right now, but you got to be excited for next Saturday too, right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, we're going to enjoy this win. But, you know, come tomorrow, we're going to focus on the next opponent. Hey, congratulations, Neville. Appreciate you. Neville Gallimore, not the most heralded Canadian coming into this game, but part of an Oklahoma defense, Teddy Lehman, that played well tonight. What are your immediate thoughts? Well, I thought we did a good job. We only let Chuba Hubbard get out a couple of times. 24 carries for him for only 104. That's one of his lowest outputs of the season. Um, thought we did a good job. We were all sitting up here and, you know, coach brought up an awesome point. Oklahoma State scored a touchdown on their opening drive and didn't score another touchdown the rest of the football game. And just a, a, a job well done. A couple of turnovers in there. Turnovers on downs uh, a couple of times. Pressure on Drew Brown throughout the night. Uh, good tackling for the most part. You know, defensively, what this group has done, this turnaround has been pretty special. Whenever it looked like there's a chance things may fall apart like we've seen in previous years, whenever they had a bad outing, the Kansas State game, and then again the, uh, the Iowa State game, they turned it around. And they got the stop they needed against Iowa State. They had the second half they needed against Baylor. And here we sit where, you know, down the stretch playing the best teams in the conference, they played their best football. And I'll tell you, this sets up for a thriller next week against Baylor. I'll tell you, that's a great, uh, great football team. And uh, it, that's going to be a clash down in Dallas. That's going to be a fun one. Looking for more college football action following our broadcast? Check out the College Football Blitz by going to the College Sports Now channel on the free TuneIn app. It's the College Football audio version of the NFL Red Zone channel every Saturday from noon to midnight. Just search College Sports Now on the TuneIn app and find the College Football Blitz. Whether Brahms is your stop for a burger and ice cream or your weekly trip for groceries from the fresh market, Brahms is proud to be a part of your family's tradition, farm fresh for over 50 years. When we come back, the postgame thoughts of Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, and Gabe Eichard will have the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley and the victorious Sooners. Oklahoma wins Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Brown asks for the football. He's got it. He'll throw out to the right. Caught behind the line of scrimmage. This time it's Brayden Johnson who carries it forward. Ball came out, and the Sooners have it. Buki stripped it. Parnell finally grabbed it. Recovered by the defense. The Sooners force the first turnover of Bedlam. That's your OG&E power play of the game tonight. OG&E is power at the speed of life. What a night for Parnell Motley tonight. He forced that fumble, then recovered it. Later, he got an interception that, quite frankly, I, and I know a lot of you because I've seen on Twitter, and I know Teddy feels like he got robbed from. I have no idea why they overturned that pick. And then he ended up getting the interception that sealed the victory later on. Let's bring in Coach Merv Johnson. Coach, what were your thoughts tonight? Scared to death. I, you know, uh, they've done so well recently, and they took their first position down the field just smooth as silk. That's the only touchdown they had for the night, which <laughs> I'm glad I saw that. But – I thought our guys did a great job, and uh, obviously they had to transform some things into what they were playing formation-wise or scheme-wise, but uh, it took a little while, but they got into that, and about the last three-quarters of the, uh, the game, I thought they played great football. The Cowboys held to 109 yards in the second half.
they failed to pick up a third down or fourth, fourth down conversion in the second half. Did you feel like there was an alteration made in there at any point to kind of slow down Chuba and that running game a little bit? Well, I, I think that um, I, I think they just got used to it. As you as the game goes on, you see the same group of running plays. You get used to it. The coach on the sideline gets a little more used to it. They kind of you figure out what their their game plan's going to be, and you can call your stuff accordingly. You know, they didn't take a whole lot of shots downfield. They were kind of limited in, in what they were going to do with with Drew Brown. So I think Grinch kind of dialed in on that and kept him in some really solid run defenses. And, you know, they were able to really do a good job of, of limiting what occurred there. Um, you know, I thought there was a couple of times early where they ran some stretch stuff that we got outgapped and it creased us a bit. And Oklahoma State didn't go back to it. Um, so I don't know. It was um, – it was all in all a really good job by our front defensive line. I thought we got great play on the edge from Benito and Aguebu that really factored in on a lot of those plays, never getting a chance to get rolling. They condensed it. They, uh, they, they squeezed it from the edge as a contained player, and it just, it just really limits those creases in between the tackles. So I don't know. I, just, I thought it was a good job defensively to limit Chuba Hubbard on 24 carries to 104 for the football game. That's pretty daggum good. You analyze a, ga a game every which way. That's what we do in, in football. you got a whole week to talk about it. Everybody's got radio shows. Probably not a lot of people coming into this said Oklahoma's defense, the stars will be, one, Parnell Motley. Maybe you said that. Probably not, but maybe. Two, Buki, who had a really nice night. Mm -hmm. And three, David Aguebu, who by yeah. far showed up more than he has all season. No, I, yeah, I think he got good play out of – out of all those guys, yeah, those those are some good names there. Um, you know, we had other contributors. I thought Fields made a great play on a blitz on a critical fourth down. Um, I thought Jaden Davis made a great play uh, breaking up a slant pass uh, in a critical moment. So, you know, defensively, these numbers, they gave up, what, 335 total yards to, to Oklahoma State. Just, you know, that's another really solid football game. Is it the best they've ever played defensively? No, but it's really, really solid. Forcing turnovers, forcing turnovers on downs. Uh, that's exactly what you want. And on the other side of the ball, just quickly, what a difference it makes whenever you don't have a couple of untimely turnovers. Like this game, this would have been the TCU game all over again had we thrown a pick six in there and, and had another, another turnover you know, inside the 10 or 15-yard line. The University of Oklahoma and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Rib Crib, Chick-fil-A, Frito-Lay, Pizza Hut, Johnsonville, Nacho Express, and Kona Ice. We'll take a timeout. we got final stats, a bunch of highlights coming up for you. Of course, the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up soon. Sooners win Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Austin Stogner in the game at tight end. It's a pitch to Lamb. Toss back Basquin. He throws to Hurts. He's a one-man show. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts on the receiving end this time. You're listening to the Bud Light postgame show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Sooner football brought to you by Paycom. Moving the chains on HR technology. Sooners win it tonight, 34-16. to 16. We'll have the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up very soon. Uh, I think Michael Dean is in a big hurry to get out of here. You know we're, you know we're going to be here for another hour, right, Michael? Jiminy Christmas. 
the spider monkey has gone into full effect in the postgame <laughs> show. Um, let's recap the scoring quickly. Uh, I'm told Lincoln coming up here in just a second. So while we wait, Sooner scored first tonight on the opening possession. It was kind of an old-school quick touchdown drive. Four plays. They went 78 yards. 28-yard touchdown run by Jalen Hurts made it 7-0. Cowboys answered with their only touchdown of the night. It's the first time all year the Oklahoma defense has given up a score on the opening possession. Three-yard touchdown run by Chuba Hubbard made it 7-7. Next time the Sooners got the ball, they marched the field. 42-yard field goal by Gabe Burkich. Made it 10 to 7. He stays perfect. And let's pause right there as we go to the Victoria Sooner locker room for our postgame interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by Travis W. Watkins, tax resolution and accounting firm. All right, thanks a lot, Toby, in the Victoria's locker room with head coach Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations. Complimentary football tonight, right? It was, yeah. We really complimented each other all game, man. Some great turnovers defensively, turnovers, fourth down stops. Uh, offensively held on the ball, ran the ball well all night. It was just a, a really good team performance. You mentioned that running game from the offense. A lot of variations of the counterplay. What did you see from them defensively where you could just lean on that play what seemed like all night long? Yeah, it was just good to us tonight. Kennedy was reading it well. I thought the line blocked it well. Uh, we had some good complimentary things going. And, uh, yeah, just really good execution all night. And to go into a hostile environment, all this team does is win in November and the defense. 16 points. They give up the opening drive. What did you see from them adjustment-wise at change? Stayed the course, you know, and then the turnovers were huge. You know, I mean, the turnovers were huge. We got the ball out the fists were up fourth down stops and then we kept Hubbard from breaking long ones and that was that was the key the whole night you mentioned that Chuba Hubbard leading the nation in rushing it seemed like the D-line played really well. What did you think of their performance? Really made it tough on him. seemed like he was hesitant getting to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I thought we plugged up some of the gaps good, which that was the key. You just can't let him get started. And uh, and then when he did get loose, the couple of times we were able to get him on the ground quickly. So pretty pretty complete uh, performance by the whole group. You know, a lot of coaches are going to be recruiting. You're going to be planning for a championship game. But how great does this feel? The locker room's high uh, behind us. Awesome. They're fired up. you got to feel good you right you got to enjoy it, man. These, these, all these are hard, I promise you. We say it a bunch. Everybody gets tired of saying it, but it's a truth so they need to listen <laughs> so uh they're all hard man so i want them to enjoy every minute of it and then we'll uh, get ready for the next one how excited are you to go play for another big 12 championship i can't wait you know that building's been good to us uh got a really really good football team we're getting a chance to go play again and uh but be right where we hoped we'd be at this point congrats to the win coach good luck this week thank you appreciate it thanks the music pumping in the post game sooner locker room Sounded fun, didn't it? I, if, if I picked it up correctly, I think that was Sandy Patty and Larnell Harris they were listening to. <laughs> uh, the remix, <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe. <laughs> Coach Riley's post-game interview presented by Travis W. Watkins, tax resolution and accounting firm. We solve IRS problems. Take a quick break. We'll pick up where we left off with the scoring recap. Tons of final stats. Stats Kelly's crunching the numbers over here. Chris and Gabe down in the locker room with more post-game. Sooners win at 34-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Drew Brown and L.D. Brown not related in the backfield. Pitch ahead to Stoner. Reverse pitch coming back near side. That's Johnson. He's hitting the backfield, and he's dropped back at the 30-yard line. Aguebu broke it up. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored and win $1,000. Sooners win Bedlam 34 to 16. We've got OU and Baylor coming up next Saturday morning down in Arlington. 
Let me ask you, Ted, before I forget, how did this one play tonight? If you're on the committee, if you are, uh, I guess that's all that really matters. I don't, you know, the talking heads of, uh, of the world, we get all bent out of shape about what Paul Feinbaum and Jim Mora say and whatever, but all that really matters is the committee. How did this play to them tonight? Well, I, that's an interesting question. Sometimes I don't know. Um, you know, that the it's hard to separate sometimes the committee from the other pundits out there. Is, is that what they're watching? How much uh, actual film and how much of these actual teams are they? There's a lot of football teams out there to watch, and I know the, the teams up there at the top that are trying to make it to the college football playoff are actually limited, but it's it's hard to say. Um, if you know this football team, if if you know what Oklahoma has been about here down the stretch, then it should play pretty good. You know, this is if, – if they're thinking that this is a Baker Mayfield offense or a Kyler Murray offense, well, they haven't watched Oklahoma down the stretch here because this is a running football team. We ran the ball 44 times out of 61 total plays. By my count, that's about 72% running. Um, a lot of that is just carrying it. By, by the end of the game, you're, you're marching the clock, right? That's what you're doing. You're salting this thing away. You're pounding people physically. So hopefully they're able to see that and know that Oklahoma, they're not trying to run up the scoreboard. They're trying to maintain possession, run the clock, and get out of here with a win because they know their defense is playing well. And as Coach pointed out, I'll say it again because I think it's really impressive, we gave up a touchdown uh, on Oklahoma State's opening drive. What, uh, four minutes into the game, Mm -hmm. they scored a touchdown. We exchanged touchdowns that looked like maybe this is going to be a high-scoring affair. They didn't score another one the rest of the game. That's pretty impressive. I don't care who you're playing. 16 total points, the lowest output in, in how long since we played Oklahoma State? It was it was 48, I believe, or 47 to 48 last year, I think. I the year before, it was, the year before it was uh, 62-52. 62-52. I mean, there's been some big numbers put up in this football game recently. So. Sooner shut them out in 2009, 27-0. So the fewest points OSU has scored in a Bedlam game since then. So Ten I mean, years. That's impressive. So this defense, whenever you pair what they've done the last couple of games com- compared to what they did in last season and the season prior, it's a different football team. Stylistically, it's a completely different football team, so they should be evaluating it as such. So if that's actually the case and they're doing their homework, they should – know that this is a dominant win from Oklahoma. Here's what's interesting about this team. Here's what's interesting about this conference. If I told you before the day started, before the season started, that on the same day that Alabama and Auburn played, OU and OSU would play, one game would be 48-45 and the other would be 34-16. Not a single person would have guessed which game would have been right. Right. Well, <laughs> um, so one of the problems with Oklahoma with the committee has been what game management, like controlling game control, right? And well, until this year, it was a they were a one side of the ball team, right? But this year, yes, game control. So that's why I think this is funny because we score a touchdown late would have made the game forty-one to sixteen, and forty-one to sixteen, and I know it's just a touchdown, but forty-one to sixteen looks totally different. But it's called back on a what I consider to be an awful holding call with the flag coming in late. 
So as he's crossing the goal line, right. Reggie Smith calls throws right. the flag. Right. So twenty five yards downfield. 41-16 looks a, a heck of a lot better, but at the end of the day, that's still a dominant win from Oklahoma. Um, quickly, stats, and we'll give credit where credit's due. This is Josh McQuistion, who does a great job at Soonerscoop.com. Uh, last three games against Baylor, who averages 439.5 yards a game, OU held them to 307. TCU averages 400 and basically eight yards a game. Sooners held them to 204. OSU averages over 475 yards a game. OU held them to 335. On average, those three opponents, they held to right at 159 total yards below their season average. And those are three pretty good offensive football teams right there. They are. The job well done. I mean, you plenty of guys contributing. Uh, a lot of different players up on that defensive line have made plays. We saw Q Overton out there straying into the football tonight. Ronnie Perkins making plays. Uh, we saw a couple of the different rush backers out there, Guaybu and Benito being factors on a bunch of different running plays. Uh, I saw Caleb Kelly starting to contribute as linebacker. So, I mean, and, you know, whether it's Jaden Davis or Parnell Motley or whoever out there at corner, I mean, it's been, it's been a, a group effort, total defense, and – I like that Lincoln Riley has changed stylistically to kind of match that a little bit. It's different, a little bit different than what we've seen in the past. So I think it's all positive stuff moving forward. Let's take a break. We got more post-game reaction from the Sooners. Stats ahead. OU wins Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. It's a 27-yard try for Burkich this time. He made earlier from 42 from the left hatch. Kicking into the west end zone of Boo Pickett Stadium. Snap back, hold down. Kick is away, and he drilled it again. The multi-platinum, critically acclaimed, progressive rock group, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, brings its highly anticipated winter tour 2019 to Chesapeake Energy Arena Sunday, December 8th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Sooners win Bedlam 34 to 16, and we go back down to the locker room. Chris Plank is with Trey Brown. Trey Brown, they came down and scored on the first possession, and you didn't allow another TD. What was the key? What kind of clicked? Man, we just uh, we just had to uh, finish. You know, uh, short short term memory. You know, uh, when things like that happen, uh, things like that happen. Uh, that's when you got to just pull forth the effort and then just go. You know, grind even harder than what you did, so you won't make those same mistakes that you did. And uh, that was something we did. We we grinded it out. You uh. You're going to break one, man. We're getting close on kick returns. How confident are you feeling whenever you get that opportunity? Uh, I feel very confident. Uh, we're, just, we're just always one away. You know, uh, that's something we're going to get fixed. Uh, I believe in our coaches and everything, and uh, we're going we're gonna to break that. We're going we're gonna to get it. <laughs> now, fi final thought, we'll let you go eat. What did it mean? How, how much of a reassurance was whenever you popped the ball out on that first drive and you get the fumble recovery and Piedmont had the turnover with the interception late, the turnover on downs? I mean, how much does that build this defense's confidence? confidence man it just helps a lot you know uh Piedmont he played lights out tonight man shout out to my brother and uh man that just helps us you know so if we put in the effort uh the sky's the limit for us we can we can get the job done and uh we can play we're, we're striving to play a complete game and uh this is the closest we've been all year and uh that builds confidence for next week and uh we're gonna try to uh have the same subject hey congrats you're great out there man thank you that's Trey Brown, Sooners win, and so we've got a rematch between Oklahoma and Baylor as we bring back in Coach Merv Johnson 
Great game, obviously, a couple of weeks back, Coach, in Waco. The Sooners had the big comeback to win. What do you think about the rematch next week? <laughs> well, I'm sure it won't be easy because they are pretty well loaded. They haven't really been threatened other than our game, I don't think, this year, maybe once. And they kind of know what they're doing. The first half was pitiful for us, although we got a couple of penalties that I sure didn't like. But the uh, second half was the coaches and players made some corrections, and uh, we just took off. And obviously that's going to alert them to what they saw before, and they'll be prepared to, you know, do a better job of playing it like they did in the second half. And uh, we can expect that. By the same token, what they did the first half before, we got to be ready for that too. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty complicated. Uh, you know, I, uh, I don't know who's got news stuff. Uh, they won't tell you if they do have. You'll just have to get out there and see it. And I think that uh, that game was obviously the only one that lost, and it was huge for them, and they're going to be really trying to look at tonight's game and the games that we've played since we played them and see what corrections or adjustments or other things have been added to to our offense and uh, be ready for it better than they were the second half. And we've got to be prepared to do the same thing. It could be a nothing-to-nothing game at the, at the end of the 60 minutes. I don't know. Teddy, I want to ask you the same question when we come up. We've got uh, some more postgame reaction coming as well. Sooners win Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Third down and five, L.D. Brown into the game. Back to pass, Drew Brown looks left, throws left, it's knocked away! Beautiful play by the freshman Jaden Davis. Pass was intended for Braden Johnson. And the Sooners force a three and out to start the second half. You're listening to the Bud Light postgame show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma. Please drink responsibly. My apologies. Thank you, Michael Dean, Dr. Tim Shannon, and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game at midfield at each home game. For info on how your child can be a junior captain next year, go to orthoexc.com. Let's go back down to Chris and Gabe. Hey, Toby, down in the locker room with Gabe Eichert. Some final thoughts from our sideline analyst, Warfel Trophy winner. And, you know, I know you've, you've said it to a lot of guys, but we saw one play used many different ways tonight, didn't we? Yeah, um, the bread and butter play of this offense is that counter uh, with the two polars. Uh, sometimes it's the guard and tackle, sometimes it's the guard and an H-back. But, man, Oklahoma State just had no answers for that concept tonight. Uh, didn't set the edge defensively, never forced it back inside, really. Kennedy Brooks did a great job of reading his pullers, following them, being patient, and using them. I mean, it was just a completely dominant performance in the running game by Oklahoma. And this is one of these games where you look at it, it it's really been Jalen Hurts in the past. And I know he still ends up with the 16 carries tonight, but... Kennedy Brooks, it was a big dose of him, and man, was it effective. You know, and we hear so much about the defense, and it, it becomes a major narrative, and we've even seen it kind of wrongly labeled over the last week. What a statement this was tonight against a guy like Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, uh, I know that Jim Mora called this defense just a disaster. Well, sign me up for that disaster any day, because when you look at what they did tonight, this this game was not as close as the score, in my opinion. 
That was a very impressive performance. You hold the nation's rusher to 104 yards rushing. Now, I don't think Chuba Hubbard looked exactly like himself tonight. I, I think he's dealing with some things health-wise from all the carries that he's had this season and kind of the workload he's had. But still, he's out there. He's playing. He's got 24 carries, and he only gets 104 yards. We've seen what he's done to every other team, essentially, they play. That is impressive. Any way you want to cut it. I, I don't care what you want to say. You can, you can talk about this defense any way you want. But you better respect him for holding that man to 104 yards rushing because that's impressive. Pretty impressive. Now, hey, final thought. You go into Baylor. They got out to an early lead. Miraculous comeback four weeks ago. What's the key now to kind of setting a different tone for this team in the week leading up to Saturday morning? Plank, you know better than anyone. All Baylor does is play close games. That's right. <laughs> Except for today against Kansas. That's what they do. They're coming in to that football game with a lot of momentum. I'm expecting an absolute dogfight in Jerry World because that's a really, really good football team. But when you cut it, I mean, this is Oklahoma. It's what they do. They go win Big 12 championships. That's what this program does. It's not going to be easy, but I, I like their odds. All right, man. Great job today, Gabe. Thanks, Plank. All right, Toby, back to you. Thank you very much, fellas, and a great job again by our crew. we got a lot more posts coming up. Sooner Football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. When we come back, Teddy Lehman's thoughts on the rematch down in Arlington, and we'll head back down. Buki standing by next. Sooners win Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, farm fresh for over 50 years. Coca-Cola, share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. Coca-Cola, official partner of the Oklahoma Sooners. And by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Hurts creeps toward Creed Humphrey with instructions. Now backs into the gun. Third and two from the three. The snap, handoff, Brooks up the middle, into the end zone, touchdown! Kennedy Brooks! Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app in order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. 34-16 the final, Sooners win Bedlam tonight. We already look ahead to next week. We've got a Big 12 championship coming up in Arlington. We'll be in Jerry World yet again. New opponent this time, though, for the third time in three years since the game returned. It'll be Baylor. Two years ago, TCU. Last year, Texas. This year, Baylor. Ted, what do you think about the rematch? I think it's going to be fantastic football is what I think. Uh, I can't wait for this game. This may be, for me, the most exciting matchup just looking forward to it for Oklahoma that that we've played in a long time and I know we've played some big national names but we are about to see a fantastic wide receiver core from Baylor uh, they've got three guys that can go we're about to see some great running backs between uh, Lovett and Hasty two really good running backs a very capable quarterback and to me a defense that is just loaded with outstanding talent. The two best safeties um, in the Big 12, and 
I, I would like to see with my two eyes a couple of better safeties than than anywhere in the country than the way those two guys play. Uh, some good backer play, but what they do on the defensive line specifically is really, really fun to watch and a real challenge for us offensively. With the way they play Lynch and their defensive ends, they've got the big kid in the middle that anchors the whole thing. It's just it's it's really fun. Like you when you watch the way Baylor plays our our big counter play that we ran over and over tonight compared to the way like a team like Oklahoma State plays it, you go back and remember that game and and Lynch, if you remember those collisions that were happening in, in the backfield where he was setting the edge and we were able to squeeze it out for some yards and and get it for three yards, for four yards here and there, especially in the second half whenever we had to put together long drives. But it's really hard to come by. Those yards are really hard to come by. They can rush the passer. So, man, I think it's going to be a fantastic football game. What's interesting for me is, like, we saw the initial matchup. Now the chess match happens, right? How does Lincoln counter the way they played us defensively? How does their coaching staff counter uh, what what they expect us to do. So this is this is where the the coaches earn their paychecks in in the uh, in the rematch here for the Big Twelve title. It's going to be awesome. How much does the second half, the comeback in Waco, factor into this game, if at all? I don't know. That's interesting. You know, I I I would say that I don't imagine us being able to to replicate replicate the second half. But I also don't imagine Baylor being able to replicate their first half. So I just think it's going to be a completely different football game. I think it's going to be, you know, I think I think Baylor was a victim of becoming too conservative offensively in that game because you kind of have to be with the big lead, and, and it bit them. Um, so I think that's going to change. I don't know. I, I expect a – I don't think Baylor's going to jump out to the lead like they did. So I would expect a really close, hard-fought football game that, honestly, I would say comes down to the, the final possession or two in the fourth quarter. Let's go back downstairs. Chris is with Brendan Radley-Hiles. Buki's in the house, a career-high 10 stops tonight. Man, take me through how it felt. You were really finding another level tonight out there. This whole defense was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great experience just flying to the ball. We, we understood we were playing against a great offense uh, with great movement with the back back there that's very dangerous. You know, so our, our gaps and our run fits were very important to us, and I feel as if we, uh, we conquered that. Communication was really good, it seemed, out there, not just on the field, but when you guys would come back to the sideline yes, too, right? Yes, sir, definitely. Uh, Coach Grinch was able to just just fluidly talk to us, you know, with, the, with things that were just on spot where we were just okay to communicate and we were all good. And uh, saw some youngsters. You know, I, I, again, you're in your, your world, but you're, you're keeping an eye on guys. David Igwebu really looks solid out yeah. there. Yeah, you know, he's doing very well. I'm so proud of him. He's making plays. He's listening. You know, he, he's making he's making so many strides as a freshman, and I feel as if I'm the one that can identify that because I was the freshman last year in his position. So I feel as if I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of his growth. Can you take Definitely. me through the confidence overall right now for this defense and how that kind of permeates throughout the team? Uh, the confidence comes within preparation. I feel as if we take we take uh, pride in our practice, and I feel as if Coach Grants is a nonstop, you know, guy that just doesn't stop working. So I feel as if once he gives us a game plan, you know, we're, we're all right. We're all good. Congrats on Good you. luck next week. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate Stop you. by your local hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. 
It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. We'll get the postgame thoughts of Rufus Alexander next. Sooners win Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. And by Taco Mayo. Fresh ingredients built to order. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Sooner sprint to the line. Jalen Hurts under center from the three. Snap, play action, rolling right. Brayton Willis open, touchdown! 34-16 the final. Sooners win Bedlam tonight. They're headed to the Big 12 championship game to face Baylor next Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Let's get the postgame thoughts now of our own Rufus Alexander. Hey, guys, Rufus Alexander here. Great win by the Sooners. Um, get out there and got a win out in Stillwater. Very tough place to play. Um, defensively came out and they they had the task of stopping Chuba Hubbard, um, who was running the ball really well throughout the whole entire season. Um, Oklahoma State. Uh, played a really good game uh, to start off with. It was really close in the beginning, but the Sooners' defense did a really good job um, kind of eliminating the big play, getting some turnovers. Man, Parnell Motley had one of his best games so far uh, as a Sooner that I've seen in a while. Um, he was all over the field, played really well throughout the game, was where he needed to be in coverage. Um, offensively, Jalen Hurts did what he had to do, but Kennedy Brooks, man, the offensive line looked to be gelling very well in this game. Um, they they looked to kind of settle down and find themselves. And you've seen that tackle uh, that tackle guard pull um, play that they like to run have a lot of success against the front that Oklahoma State was doing was running today. And the thing I like most about this offense is they didn't have any turnovers playing against this Oklahoma State defense, who's a team that usually turn over teams very well. Um, so overall, all around, really good job. Special teams did an excellent job as well. Um, kicking field goals in a windy conditions. Um, it was just a, a fun game um, to see the Sooners play. I mean, pretty pretty good all the way around. Um, you got to love what uh, those guys are able to do here on the back end of, of the season. Um, the, everything's not done, though. They have to go out there and play against a Baylor team that's going to be playing um, for revenge um, as well. And, and, you know, it's hard to beat a team twice. So the, the Sooners have their work cut out for them. Um, Jalen Hurts played a really good game. So um, can't wait to see how it goes um, out there in Arlington for the Big 12 championship. It should be fun. Um, so um, back to you guys. Um, Boomer Sooner. All right, good stuff from Rufus Alexander. And uh, I'll say this about the Big 12 championship game. I know it was controversial when it got reinstated. I know the format has been controversial, but last year and again this year, one, they've needed it, and two, they've needed it to be as good of an opponent as possible. I'm sure there's going to be years when Oklahoma or whoever is undefeated and the Big 12 championship game, Teddy, is a detriment, but at least last year and this year, it's been a godsend. No, I... <laughs> I want this game. I want to see this game again. I, you know, I had so much fun the first time. I thought it was fantastic. 
And, uh, yes, Oklahoma needs this to make it to the college football playoff. And, you know, the one thing is <laughs> Baylor's got my full respect. I And I'm glad that they got bumped all the way up to where they did, and they're going to climb again to what, maybe seven? Um, so even though they're at seven, I feel like it's a, well, Baylor's seven because lack of better options to put in front of them. Instead of this is a really, really good football team, and I believe they are. So um, I think it's going to be a great matchup. I think the fact that it was such a good game the first round is going to have all eyes on it again, which is a, a big-time national stage for Oklahoma to to show out, go put another nice performance together, and hopefully impress enough. I, you know, To me, this win on the road against Oklahoma State in dominant fashion – and then uh, a win against a what we think is probably going to be a top seven or eight Baylor team in a Big 12 championship. To me, that's good enough to to jump Utah. Could be wrong. You know, Utah has handled their opponents pretty nicely. If they were to have a big win over Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, then maybe that changes. But I I, I still feel like Oklahoma's in a fantastic position. Uh, Teddy and Coach Merv, I need your mid-first bank player of the game when we come back. Plus, we'll head back down. Jalen Hurts standing by next. Sooners win Bedlam 34-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Sooners win Bedlam 34-16 here in Stillwater, and we go back downstairs. Chris Plank is with Kennedy Brooks. Toby here with Kennedy Brooks. Man, just just take us through what was working. And by the way, did R.J. Proctor run a mile tonight on those pools, Boy, whatever they counter? I mean, it, it, <laughs> how about that um, offensive line? Man, they dominated. They dominated today. Now I'm blessed to have them. Man, they made my job so much easier with the holes they did today. So it was a blessing running behind them. From your perspective, was there a moment in this game tonight where you're like, okay, this this is really clicking, this is going to work, or did you feel it just in the preparation coming in? Uh, just preparation coming in, man. After the after the first play, man, they they just dominated. After I saw was after I saw uh, the first run, man, they just I knew what type of day it was going to be, so, man. I, I'm blessed for them. What does this say about this team since the day you stepped on campus? And and it's been a while now. They're great in November, but we haven't lost in November in a while. What's that extra level? That next kind of step that you guys find in November? Uh, man, team doesn't get tired of at this point, man. They just, man, what separates us, we don't, man. We get, we keep we keep getting stronger. stronger. We try to uh, per, uh, make our craft better at the end of the day, and that's and it shows in November. So, I mean, we just put, put, we put a hard, more, more work in November. From your perspective, uh, you've really been running it well. Has there been anything personally that has changed for you at all, or has it just been the grind? Um, the grind, but personally, just Taking all to myself, just knowing uh, what I need to do for this team. Um, with trade down, um, I'm trying to make them proud and uh, just help this team win. And then uh, also tonight, you know, we mentioned that offensive line, but Jalen making good decisions as well. We didn't see any turnovers, and obviously you feed off your defensive turnovers whenever the D's playing like that, don't right. you? Yeah, so, man, they, they dominated today. They, uh, man, they, they kept the team. I mean, that's a good on offense, man. They, they kept them low, so it's a blessing just having them go out there and just dominate like that. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you so much. Kennedy Brooks, 22 carries, 160 yards, and a touchdown. He averaged 7.3 yards a carry tonight it's time for our mid first bank player of the game teddy well um i think kennedy brooks is a worthy candidate but i would like to submit the oklahoma offensive line as player of the game because i thought they were fantastic whenever you look at this um 
44 rushes for 283 yards. That's 6.4 yards a carry. Uh, dominant fashion. I thought protection for the most part was good. They did give up a couple of sacks early, but I thought the story of this game was how we dominated the the line of scrimmage whenever we had the football. If if I could please, Toby, nominate the offensive line, I would like to. I'll take it into consideration. Coach Merv Johnson, your <laughs> nominee for player of the game? Well, I think I'd go along with Kennedy Brooks. Uh, Radley Riles has got a bunch of jobs that he did in here, and I agree with Teddy, too, against with the offensive line. Uh, let's just say uh, – Kennedy Brooks. I think he earned it. Well, I'm gonna. Can I throw a nominee into the pile tonight? I'd like to throw Parnell Motley into mm. the pile. Uh, two turnovers could have very easily been three. Everybody's a winner tonight. You all get a game ball. Midfirst Bank is a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit card. Go to midfirst.com/sooners for details. Midfirst Bank's true to your money. The the offensive line's been an interesting story this year. They have been a hard group. For some to grow to love this year. Mm -hmm. And I think it's their victim of how great they have been the last couple of years. But in the end, Bill Biedenboe is doing it again, man. Second half of the season, they have become fantastic down the stretch. Well, they've been great. And as Chris Plank was talking to Kennedy Brooks there, he asked the question, you know, what separates you guys in championship November? Why have you been so good? And I wrote it down right here. Championship November for Oklahoma equals depth. Take a look at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State uh, lost Tylen Wallace, their, their best wide receiver, one of the best in the country. They lost Bundage. You know, they've lost some players here and there, a quarterback. And most teams in this conference really – no other team in this conference is able to absorb the losses like Oklahoma can. Oklahoma, before the season the even starts, yes, about, yeah. injuries. Before the season even starts, they lose um, their best defensive back in Norwood. Caleb Kelly goes down. Now he is factoring in now, but um, you know he's not what they they thought he was going to be during the season. They lost man. Um, they've had Swenson basically out in and out of the lineup the entire year, fighting through injuries. I mean, there's, there's Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon down, Calcaterra down, C.D. Lamb misses a game uh, against Baylor. You're able to win. No one else in this conference can absorb because of the personnel that we have, because of the great job that these coaches have done recruiting. No one else can absorb the losses like we can and continue to play really good championship-level football. Let's go back downstairs. Chris is with Jalen Hurts. Toby, Jalen Hurts is running to catch a bus, so take me through tonight, man. Just a solid overall performance, right? Oh, uh, yeah, coming out, um, good energy, um, great intent as a team, and I think we came out and we, and we, and we executed. How you feel about that defense, too? I think they played great. Um, Piedmont showed up and made big-time plays all game, um, showed that he's one of the better, better cornerbacks in the country, I feel, and um, as a group, I just think we got to continue to take steps. You know, there's, there, there are times where we leave money on the table and as a team, and we got to take advantage of all of those opportunities. Man, I appreciate you still talking to me. Good luck next week. Thank you. Jalen Hurts is, uh, you know, we'll see what next week has in store for us. But as of right now, his current team has a much better shot at the college football playoff than his former team. And uh, who knows how that would have been had he stayed 
considering the Tua Tungavaloa injury. But one of the fascinating storylines of 2019 continues. We'll take a break. More post-game reaction coming up. we got final stats ahead as well. Sooners win at 34-16 to 16 in Stillwater. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Allstate. College football is mayhem. Be better protected with Allstate. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Three wides, two backs from the 48th Sooner Territory. Snap to Drew Brown. Straight drop. He's under pressure. Steps up. Rolling right. Looking. Looking. Throws late. It is intercepted. It's intercepted. Parnell Motley. And you can unhitch the wagon. The defense. Again. When they have to make a stop late, did it. Parnell Motley got his pick finally. I think that's a good candidate for your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Visit Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. Along with Teddy Lehman and the coach Merv Johnson, I'm Chris Plank. Toby will rejoin us for our final segment. Sooners win tonight by a final score of 34-16. to 16. And speaking of the man who allowed us to unhitch the wagon and put the ponies in the barn, moments ago I caught up with Parnell Motley. Toby, what a game for Parnell Motley. Congratulations. Punch the ball out. Uh, Teddy Lehman asked if you have like a, a, a rock in that fist. I mean, what's what's really led helping you get to <laughs> punch those balls out this year? I don't know, man. I just think of myself on finessing, man. So <laughs> I, can finesse on the, I can finesse on the field. I have some ways to get that ball, man. So I got a couple um, tricks up my sleeve to get that ball back. So. No, no, there was nothing finesse about that, yeah. man. You punched that out early, nearly yeah. had another one. But it, over, it really seemed like this defense was feeding off your confidence tonight. Did you kind of sense that? Yeah. I, if you think that's, I kind of sensed that over the last few years since like 2017, or in turn I get like a turnover or something like that. I just I think that the defense get going. I thought I set the edge or something like that. So I took it more upon myself, man, to try to set the edge and um, and, and try to get this team going in more ways like that, man. So um, this is a great way for me to find a way, man, and, and keep searching. You hear a lot about a back like Chuba Hubbard, but can you take us through the plan and how it was executed to perfection tonight? Um. It was um shout out shout out to um Chubb, um Hubbard the Heisman candidate but um it was no game plan to switch for him we just played up to our standard and played how we wanted to play at the speed D limit and it just kind of played it apart um and it played out to um playing a great running back like Chubb or Hubbard so um just, we played to our standard today and that's what um it happened we played to our standard okay how much can you guys continue to build off this Baylor next week who knows what's beyond that but it's a singular focus right yeah and this is what we live for man it's um championship November man we searched for our fourth fifth um Big 12 championship man um it won't be easy man but we got to come in off the edge and be ready to fight and how about for you personally this has got to mean a lot to continue to improve and have a game like this oh definitely man it's definitely a confidence boost man just feeding off this energy all feeding off, the, feeding off this energy all november man just keep feeding off the energy man especially in a big one like this make plays like that man you'll be remembered forever congrats and good luck next week appreciate it Pardon motley teddy he really set a tone tonight and punching the ball out on the first turnover of the game you know we can go back a little bit he had the turnover i know it's not ruled a takeaway in the in the iowa state game but Makes a play on the two-point conversion. And, you know, here's a guy that's probably still kind of hurting a little bit for what happened in the second half of that Kansas State game. Now he's really become a major factor in this defensive um, assertion, if you will, over the last couple of weeks. No, he has for sure. He's been fantastic. Um, it's amazing, isn't it, what happens whenever you win the turnover battle? 
<laughs> it, it, it completely changes a football game. You know, if if we have a pick six in this game or we have a turnover where we're about to punch one into the end zone, uh, that's 14 points off the board. Okay, that puts us down around 20, and that puts Oklahoma State up around 23, right, with a pick six. So, essentially, this game is about the same as what we've seen because we've been outgaining our opponents. We've been dominating the, the box score, the, the, the stat sheet, but the scoreboard is, is telling a different story, and that's because of the turnovers. So, in this game, we're able to, to win that turnover battle and dominate the scoreboard as well as the stat sheet. So, to me, that, that's everything. When this team takes care of the football, we are incredibly difficult to beat. Incredibly difficult to beat. And whenever we play Baylor this coming weekend, it's going to be the same story. Even though I think Baylor is a heck of a lot better team than Oklahoma State, I still don't think they can beat us if we don't turn the football over. Coach, we did a good job of protecting the football tonight offensively, didn't we? They sure did. They sure did. Really they, impressive to see. They, uh, and I think that what Teddy said is has got a lot of merit too. But I also think that we had a bunch of guys that still hadn't learned how to go play defense and, and do things, and somehow, some way, in the Baylor game, half light, half light in the uh, halftime, and the coaches changed things. And it's gotten better and better and better, and they're proud of it. And they're working hard, and they're, you know, they're hugging each other and everything. <laughs> and you know, I think we'll have that going for us when the game starts. Uh, obviously, we don't know what changes they make or we'll make, but I, I think we've got a great chance to go over there and, and win that. Next Saturday morning, 11 a.m., we'll be on the air at 9 a.m. on the Sooner Radio Network, live from AT&T Stadium, for the Big 12 Championship game. As we'll square off against Baylor for the third straight time, we'll be playing uh, in the Big 12 championship game, our third different opponent, TCU, Texas, and now Baylor. Saving you money on car insurance has been in Geico's playbook for over 75 years. So after the game, get a quote at geico.com. Geico, so easy, a caveman can do it. All right, one final timeout. And when we come back, Toby Rowland will wrap up the Sooners 34-16 win over Oklahoma State in Bedlam. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. That'll do it. Win column Sooners. In an odd way, Oklahoma holds Oklahoma State to their lowest scoring output of the season. Final score in Bedlam 114. Sooners 34 and Cowboys 16. Let me just say this about the end of the game. Uh, I did not get along with Reggie Smith tonight. Right. Um, that is a common theme for the entirety of the season, to be honest with you. But I don't understand the end of the game. Not that it wouldn't have ended that way anyway, but there were 48 seconds left, if I remember correctly, when the injured Cowboy That's right. went down. So there's a 10-second runoff for that, which takes us to 38. Mm -hmm. The play clock resets to 40, so you wind it. So Oklahoma doesn't have to snap it again. But theoretically, they could have if they wanted to. But Reggie just said, we out. Right? Is that what happened? Yeah. The only thing that I would say possibly happened is since there was still a player laying on the field, he probably asked Lincoln, you want to wind it? You've got a 10-second runoff. You can end the game right now. And I imagine Lincoln acknowledged. Okay. That's, that's the right. only way I would think that. That makes sense. He would 
take it into his own hands to still your thunder and count it down to win. That's what it's all about. It's all about me (laughs) when it comes to the end. He (laughs) declared the game over. And right. I don't. I don't feel like that's in his jurisdiction. I so, agree, and yeah. I, you know, quite frankly, I don't know how I feel about ending a game like that. That's, yeah, I, he basically it's too late in the season to start changing things up. In essence, he came on and said, "I'll unhitch the wagons. We're going home." So, which I, I, I know we talked about it earlier, but I still have to say it again because I think it's a massive point of emphasis that he threw that horrible holding flag, uh, really late. As Ramondre Stevenson was walking into the end zone to make this a 41-16 uh, commanding win, a game-controlling win or whatever they're calling it with the committee. And I know they still controlled it 34-16, but, you know, that's it just looks different. It looks better. It does. This holiday season, find the perfect gift for every Sooner fan on your list at the Sooner Shop. The Sooner Shop is located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Come check out all the best OU gear in the official store of Oklahoma Sooner Athletics. We've got one more interview to play for you. Chris Plank, uh, moments ago, minutes ago, a few minutes ago, downstairs with Pat Fields. Toby here with Pat Fields, man. You know, obviously this was a, a big defensive performance. What was the key to slowing down Chuba Hubbard here tonight? Because you guys executed the game plan to perfection. Um, really, it's just being very detailed in our work, you know, staying, staying um, gap, you know, just, just really emphasizing what our job is. You know, guys not getting out of their gap, guys fighting to stay in their gap. You know, they run like a lot of zone concepts. And then us just fl- uh, playing fast the ball, you know, they run stretch zones to the outside, you know, hoping to find a cutback lane. You know, uh, we were just playing fast, rallying fast. So whenever he did try to cut back, you know, there was guys, guys hunting from behind. Can you kind of just take me through what you saw in Parnell Motley tonight? Um, just a big-time player making big-time plays. Um, and then, you know, just resiliency because, you know, playing DB is a hard position. You know, it's very hard to get down on negative plays. Um, but, yeah, he, he's playing his best ball right now. I believe he's had, what, four or five turnovers in this month alone. Um, the one against Iowa State, he had three today. You know, one got called <laughs> back. But, yeah, he's, just, he's peaking right now at the end of the year, you know, whenever we're really needing him. You know, I, I know this is going back a bit, but do you get the sense the tide kind of turned with that play he made on the two-point conversion just overall for this defense? It, I know that it was a tough start against Baylor, but, Pat, it seems like it's been another level for this D recently. Um, Definitely, because, you know, once we kind of get the first turnover, it's kind of like a snowball effect after. And, uh, you know, we, we've just been able to keep them rolling, keeping our momentum high. I think um, another big thing is, you know, we just changed our standard of practice. You know, we practice at an extremely high level. And, you know, if we don't get a three and out or a takeaway uh, during practice, then, you know, we practice till whenever that happens. So we may be able to play. Be, be, we could be on the field for 20 plays, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we're practicing how we're playing, and I think that's the biggest thing. You know, we already played this game, um, you know, five times this week. That's awesome, man. Good luck this week. Yes, I appreciate it. That's Pat Fields. Let's take a look at the final stats in this game brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Teddy, Merv, jump in anytime you want. Taco Mayo Fresh Ingredients built to order. Oklahoma runs for 283 tonight, 167 passing, 61 plays for 450 total yards. I'd love to see, and uh, I'll tally this up probably Monday or something, but the amount of runs over the past, you know, honestly, since the second half against Baylor has just been overwhelming. And that's how we've started really controlling these football games. 44 for 283, another 
Huge uh, night running the football, dominating. Cowboys ran for 128 tonight, 207 through the air. They ran the exact same number of plays, 61 for 335 total yards. Penalties, OU had nine of them tonight for 95 yards. OSU just three for 25. Time of possession, OU was a minus 130 at halftime. They finish a uh, just over plus eight minutes. So they had the ball for nine and a half more minutes in the second half than did OSU. Third downs were a big story in this game. OU finishes 6 of 11, which is good. Cowboys go 5 of 12, but at one point they were 5 of 7. They go 0 for 5 on third downs, 0 for 3 on fourth downs in the second half. Individual numbers, Jalen Hurts, 13 of 16 passing, 163 yards, one touchdown, no picks. He was sacked three times tonight. Nick Basquin got him a touchdown pass tonight. He was one for one. Again, Nick Basquin does not have a touchdown catch since 2016, but he had a touchdown pass tonight. Kennedy Brooks, 22 carries, 160 yards and a score, averaged 7.3 yards a tote. Jalen Hurts ran it 16 times for 61 yards and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb had four catches for only 36 yards tonight. Nick Basquin, two for 32. Jeremiah Hall, two for 30. And Brendan Radley-Hiles, the leading tackler tonight. Buki had 10 tackles. OSU individual numbers. Drew Brown goes 22 of 32 for 207 yards. No touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked once. Chuba Hubbard goes 24 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Hubbard averaged only 4.3 yards per carry tonight. Dylan, yeah, just yeah, real quick, I was just talking to stats about this. I think he had only 25 yards or so rushing in the second half. Wow. Yeah, on nine carries, so did an excellent job. Second half defense was phenomenal. Dylan Stoner, their leading receiver, eight catches, 61 yards. Leading receiver in terms of catches, Braden Johnson had four catches for 77 yards. Malcolm Rodriguez, the Cowboys' leading tackler with 11. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo. Here's a few more nuggets from uh, Stats Kelly tonight. Uh, Chuba held to his lowest total of the year against an FBS team, 104 yards. His previous low was West Virginia, 108. I say against an FBS team because against McNeese earlier this year, he had only 47 yards. Powerhouse McNeese. I don't know what went on in that. Maybe they didn't run him much in that game. I don't know. Um, Jalen Hurts tonight becomes the 26th Sooner all-time to pass, catch, and run for a touchdown in their career. He becomes only the second to do it in the same game, the first since Tommy McDonald in 1956. Tell us about that game, Stats. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, Gabe Burkich, the only kicker left in all of the FBS who has not missed a field goal or an extra point this year. He was 2-for-2 two two tonight. He's now 14-for-14 14 14 on the season. Um, I mentioned the third downs and fourth downs in the second half. OSU goes 0-for-5, 0-for-3 on fourth. OU in the second half, 4-of-7 on third downs. Sooners get their fifth straight win over OSU. Their 89th all-time, their 41st all-time here in Stillwater. They get their 21st straight win in November, Clean sweep in November again. That streak will carry on to 2020. OU gets their 24th win in their last 25 true road games. And next week, they go in pursuit of a an amazing fifth consecutive Big 12 title. Can I add one real quick? Um, 
it's big defensively. You never want someone to hit a milestone on you. And 2,000 yards rushing in a season is a tremendous yeah. milestone. And Chuba Hubbard needed, I believe, 168 today right. to hit that milestone. And the fact that they held him under that to 104, I promise you, whether it was in the locker room tonight or whenever they get back to the team meeting room on Monday, they're going to be celebrating that. 16 points allowed tonight, the lowest allowed in a Bedlam game. The lowest OU has allowed OSU to score in a Bedlam game since 2009. That was a shutout this year, so the lowest in a decade. Uh, quickly, we won't hit all the scores, but a Janikin clean sweep of scores from around the country. The ones that matter, Ohio State beat Michigan 56-27, LSU over A&M 50-7, Clemson no problem with South Carolina 38-3, Georgia big over Georgia Tech 52-7, Auburn knocks off Alabama 48-45, giving the Crimson Tide their second loss. Utah gave up the first touchdown of the game, trailed 7-0 after the first quarter tonight, and then went nuts. They beat Colorado 45-15. And of note, Wisconsin beats Minnesota 38-17. Also of note, Baylor uh, big over Kansas. Boy, the offense got going today for Baylor. 61-6. They beat the Jayhawks. So we'll see what the uh, playoff committee says on Tuesday night. But it looks like um, this is coming down to a beauty contest between the winner of the Big 12 championship game, Utah if they win, and everybody hoping LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Is that the way you see it? Uh, yeah, well, hoping Georgia beats LSU. No, hoping LSU beats Georgia. Well, yeah, I, I, Yes, it's it's between Oklahoma or Baylor and Utah, and really the only other team that would factor in would be if Georgia, Georgia beat LSU. So. That, that's your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Final thought, Coach Merv, you always give us great wisdom on the way out the door. What did we see here tonight to carry forward? Well, I think the car will be warm by the time we get there, and we'll all feel a whole lot better than we've had up here. But uh, – I thought this would be a tough ball game for us, and I think that it was. But we handled it extremely well, and I'm proud of the coaches and the players both. Ted? I agree. Um, it, it's pretty amazing what they've done. Um, there was some, some times this season where we were looking around at each other saying, boy, I don't know. It's looking pretty hairy, that college football playoff. Maybe, maybe this isn't going to be the year, and here we are with what, I personally believe, and now you never know with the committee, but I, I believe this is a play-in game for Oklahoma. You win and you're in, and that's all you can ask for, right, to, to have your, your, um, your fate in your own hands down the stretch, uh, know what you need to do and go out and try an accomplishment uh, would be quite the feat to go five straight in a conference that's you know been, been pretty tough here down the stretch, and Baylor is definitely a worthy foe in this football game. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. It will be Oklahoma and Baylor next Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Again, the Pac-12 championship game will be Friday night. So we'll know what Utah has done by the time the Sooners take the field on Saturday morning. Our pregame coverage from AT&T Stadium in Arlington from Jerry World will begin bright and early at 9 a.m. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Thanks to our great crew again tonight, Ted Lehman, Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichard, Rufus Alexander, engineers and producers Michael Dean and Drake Dyken. 
Dennis Stadskelly, our spotter, Greg Tripp Blackwood, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, Seth Summer running the show for us back in our Learfield IMG studios. Final score one final time from Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater. It was Oklahoma 34 and Oklahoma State 16. Until next Saturday morning in the Big 12 championship game, this is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football, and by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.